Back here on Sedano and LZ here on 710 ESPN, your home of the Los Angeles Lakers, the world champion Los Angeles Lakers. And don't forget, in the 6 o'clock hour, between 6.30 and 7, we got Santa Key uh, coming down your chimney. When you hear the Santa Key sounder, you can be calling number 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you will win one of our Lakers goodies. we got a lot of prizes to give away here during the holidays. And speaking of the Lakers, we have world champion Kyle Kuzma joining us here on Sedano and LZ. Kuz, what is it like to have your name attached to the word champion? Um, well, thanks thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Um, obviously, it's uh, a great feeling and, you know, really a childhood dream. You know, it's something that when you grow up um, playing this game of basketball that you love, you, you just – you want to win an NBA championship. I think that's the number one goal that every player that comes in this league wants to do, and uh, I accomplished that. So, How have you changed? How, how have you grown as a person since the days of your rookie year to where you are right now? Oh, uh, I've grown tremendously. Um, just being, um, you know, kind of a deer in the headlights uh, when you first get drafted and you're kind of, you're kind of um, just thrown into being an adult all of a sudden. And, um for me, just um, learning and, you know, asking questions to my vets and peers and going through trials and errors, you know, I've grown tremendously. Kyle Kuzma with us here of your Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Kuz, I mean, look, you, you were, to LZ's point, you know, you're put in a weird spot, right? Like in the sense of, you know, you're this young player, you were playing on this young team, uh, and then, you know, year three, you're thrusted into a different situation where there's a lot of veterans on the team, there's LeBron, there's AD, there's a more natural pecking order. You're coming off an injury, unfortunately, because of what happened to Team USA. So you got a bit of a late start trying to get back. Like, how would you describe everything that you went through mentally and physically, especially pre-bubble? Um, well, you know, I've just been in different situations uh, my entire career. Uh, going back from rookie season, second season, third season, I've been in different um, situations and options on different teams. And for me, I've, um, you know, I'm just blessed to, you know, just keep my head down and keep working and, um, you know, just have the gift of just trying to uh, adapt to my surroundings and uh, situations. And, uh, you know, things come and go and uh, challenges always arrive and, you know, I've done uh, my best to, um, you know, handle those situations as a man and uh, be professional through them. We know what the best part of being in the bubble, winning the championship. What was the worst part? Uh, man, the food. I think the food was the worst part. Um, you know, obviously as athletes, you know, we, we eat as healthy as possible and we're, we're so accustomed to having our own chefs and, um, you know, just our, our daily routine to what we eat and, you know, after games – in the bubble, you might eat fried chicken wings or, or pizza, and, you know, that was kind of like what was good. So, um, you know, that was one of the most challenging parts, you know, especially, you know, thinking of winning a championship fueled on, you know, uh, greasy foods is uh, pretty crazy to me. So. <laughs> How did you spend your downtime, Kyle? Oh, uh, man, I, just a lot, of, um, a lot of reading, a lot of um, – uh, painting, I paint, so um, you know, just try to find ways to um, do something, you know, because obviously in the bubble it was also, you know, you play basketball, then you just really go back to your room. Um, if you have an off day, you might go golf or uh, go to the pool, but outside of that, uh, not too much. 
you know, there were some people in the bubble who had problems keeping it together. You know, we saw reports about sneaking women into the rooms and things of that nature. <laughs> did you did you guys clown any of those guys, Lemon Pepper Man or anybody like that, you know, in your downtime? Uh, I mean, uh, well, you know, the bubble was its own reality. You know, it was kind of like we were detached from the world. So, you know, anytime you kind of uh, heard about things, you know, you kind of laugh and, you know, giggle about it. But, um, you know, for us, you know, we never had any, any type of issues like that or anything. You know, we were just focused on getting out safe and uh, with a ring, and that's what we did. You know, I, I want to ask you about the painting and, and the reading a little bit because you brought that up. Um, painting is supposed to be very relaxing. I, I don't do it, uh, but I know people who do. Um, how did you even come about that as, as a hobby to do inside the bubble? Um, it, it wasn't so much just a bubble thing. You know, I, I've always been a, a creative type of person and a, a drawing type of person. Super fun to me is obviously relaxing get your mind off of things you can paint and paint and look at the clock and three four hours might go by so um you know it's uh very therapeutic and just for me you know being a creative person you know just sparks that you know one of the reasons why i was on your the coos train early is because i'm from the d and you were born and raised in flint and i've been watching yep, yes, you sir. use your platform you know, to address the water issue that has fallen out of the national conversation, but you refuse to let it fall out. And so when I think about that, the fact that you have a half-sister, I believe her name is Brianna, and obviously this summer with Brianna yep. Taylor. Can you talk a little bit about just how you're using your platform now on social issues, and can we expect you to continue doing that going forward? Um, yeah, you know, I think it's important for athletes and, um, you know, people just to voice their opinions um, no different than, you know, anyone else on uh, social media. Um, it's all about, you know, sparking conversations and um, trying to get on the same page with people with thoughts and how you feel. So, um, you know, it's definitely important. Kyle Kuzma with us here, your Los Angeles Lakers. Kyle, I mean, obviously there were some tumultuous moments in the bubble, um, you know, in regards to social justice. And, you know, you guys came – you know, to my understanding, you know, close to not playing. How close was it? Uh, man, it was it was really close. It was really really close. Um, you know, it was a point in time where it was kind of a a, a judgment decision, and um, you know, everyone really voted not to play. You know, not saying our team, but from um, just a league standpoint, in the bubble, and then you know, we kind of really got together once you kind of realize what the, what's at stake for. Um, you know, us using uh, the platform that we had and also just from a business standpoint and uh, losing money out. Um, and uh, I'm glad we all made the right decision to stay and finish. You know, Mark Spears wrote a fantastic piece about you last year around this time of year because your family wasn't able to spend Christmas all together until uh, last season. What's the plans yeah. for Christmas this year, seeing how, how the, you know, the season starting right around that same time of year. Uh, yeah, I mean the plan. Um, you know, I, I honestly haven't really discussed it too much uh, with my family. Um, obviously, obviously, it's COVID going around, and um, you know, just trying to take precautions and be safe. But um, you know, we'll, we'll try our best to, to link up and um, do everything uh, with the right procedures, and um, 
and make sure we're just doing everything by the book. Kyle, I want to ask you a couple of things. Like, in regards to, um, you know, you mentioned earlier about the painting and reading and being therapeutic. You guys live in this weird world, right, as far as athletes and entertainers and just famous people. Like, you know, Elsie and I do a radio show. We work on TV on ESPN or whatever. And, you know, we deal with trolls and nonsense all the time, too. But you guys deal with it exponentially worse than we do, like 10, 20 times worse, you know, day in, day out, no matter what you tweet, no matter what your game is like, good game, bad game. Um, you know, you have found yourself in a situation, or at least it became public knowledge, that you were off Twitter for a little while. Um, what was behind that? Um, you know, just, you know, uh, we all we all kind of get trapped in the matrix and, and certain points in times um, and we fall into a different type of reality which is social media and uh, no you know for me it just um, just tried to you know just I just try to stay off it as much as possible um, obviously you know that's our that's our way to find uh, news um, you know just know about what's going on in the world and uh, when you constantly have to just, um, you know, see just, just people try to say that you're a failure in life, you know, it doesn't even really make sense. So, um, you know, I, I kind of just try to live my life and, um, you know, just go about it because, you know, everyone, everyone's entitled to their opinion and whatever. Um, and so am I. So, yeah, but. I mean, you sometimes interact with people who say negative or hurtful things to you. Does this bother you? Oh, uh, no, it's no, no, never, never a bother. Um, you know, it's just a nuisance when, you know, things kind of cloud your thoughts, um, you know, as humans. So, you know, I think uh, the best thing, obviously, you know, I love to read. I love to meditate. I love to find other ways to just stay present and, you know, where I'm at in, uh, in my life and uh, my family's life. And, you know, you kind of just find out what's really important. So, um, you know, it, obviously social media is always, um, you know, it's, it's always a good thing. You know, we all love to go on and um, look for sources of entertainment and life. But, uh, you know, it's not real life. And uh, people understand that. So. Yeah, can people I, can, are a pain in the ass. People are a pain in the ass. That's the reality of it, especially on are, social media. They are a pain in the ass, but I, I, I need to ask you something, though, bro. Can you hook a brother up with a PS5? <laughs> oh, man, I, I already gave those out. Those are those are, those long gone. Long well, gone. Well, what, what about the Pumas? Like, the shoes. I saw the commercial. You posted that on Twitter uh, and on your social media. Um, like, what about the Pumas? Can, can, we get, can we get some, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm a small dude. I got, like, size nine and a half. Like, you got one of those for us for Christmas? Um, actually, they're all sold out. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, they, they sold out pretty quick. Um, business is booming right now. Uh, you know, had to reactivate my Twitter for, you know, marketing business sales purposes and partly because twitter called me and uh you know said my my ratings or metrics are high so they needed me back on so um <laughs> but I'm doing, I'm doing everyone a favor well since business is boomy we're looking at the business of the lakers and there's a whole lot of money flying around in some brand new contracts i know you're happy for the other good for the other guys who obviously deserve what they got 
But your time is coming too, no? Uh, yeah, my time is coming. Um, obviously, being on a rookie contract, and um, you know, obviously that's just standard, and that's how um, you know, obviously coming to the league, that's what it is. And um, you know, uh, my agent is handling all that with the organization, and you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. What is it like, though, to know that you're going to have, you know, that at least for, you know, for now, like, you know, I don't think it was ever really in doubt that AD was going to be gone, but what is it like for you to know that you're going to have this group that you have, the core, yourself and LeBron and AD, um, and, and these new guys that are going to be in there with Dennis and Trez and Wes um, and all these guys that are, that are coming in? Like, what, what are your expectations? Like, what, what, what has been discussed, if anything, about – this upcoming season already? Um, I mean, obviously there's a lot of excitement. You know, we got younger, um, which is always a positive, especially with how this season is going to play out. So, um, you know, it's just a lot of excitement. You know, we have a chance to repeat and, you know, obviously having a lot of uh, different new guys in, um, you know, just trying to, you know, help them get – kind of initiated into what we do, um, our culture, which which is a championship culture. And, um, you know, it's exciting times. What are you working on right now as far as your game is concerned? Um, you know, just um, just trying to improve, man. Uh, that's the biggest thing. Um, every single year you always come into the league and um, you reflect and just try to build on what you did last year. Uh, just trying to improve, um, you know, just defensively and, around game and just try to get better every single day so Kuz I got one more thing for you because I know we talked about the Pumas and uh and it's out there and they're sold out um but I saw the commercial and I loved it I loved it because it's everything that you embody it's everything you told us about here about kind of your mindset and everything we know about you the one minor criticism I have on it you ready for it what's up you screamed and won and you're in a gym by yourself um, Bro, I do yeah, that I mean, all the time. well, if you, if, if you, um, I mean, if you, if you ever played basketball growing up, you know, you're in the gym by yourself and, um, you know, you scream Kobe after you hit a shot, you know, it's all about the imagination. Right. Um, but a lot of people wouldn't right. know that cause they don't play basketball and, uh, that's kind of what it is, you know, just pitching that imagination that kids have when they're in the gym and, you know, you're trying to make it as realistic as possible and game-like, and, um, you know, that's what it kind of comes down to. Um, but, you know, not everyone kind of knows that because they've never played basketball. No, and that's fine. I, You know, I've never played professional basketball or college basketball. I just found it to be odd, which is why I asked the question, but I'm glad you explained it. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with that. It just, But I think you hit it on the head with you talking about your imagination. You are focused in on what you would be recreating in a, in a real game scenario, right? There you go. Hey, Coos, bro, don't worry about it. I say and one when I miss every single shot, whether I'm by myself or surrounded <laughs> by a group of people. Wait, wait, speaking of and one, you got a guy on your team last year in Dion Waiters who loves to do that. Like, how, how much fun do you guys have at his expense in regards to just th- his personality? Because he is a different dude. Yeah, man, he's a great dude, actually. He's not just a different dude. He's a great dude. You know, someone that, um, you know, uh, didn't fuss, didn't fight about his uh, his role and uh, came in and with a smile on his face and worked and energized the room with, um, you know, his uh, charisma and his characteristics, character. So, uh, 
you know, he's he's a good dude, good funny dude. Philly cheese, salute. All right, man. Well, Kyle Kuzma, right. congratul congratulations on winning the championship. You are now forever a champion, and no one can take that away from you. Uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving, as we mentioned earlier. Hope you have a great holiday, and best of luck to you during the season. We hope to talk to you again soon, man. Thanks, fellas. Thanks. Appreciate it.